I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Do you know an organization that is looking for a keynote speaker, retreat speaker, or workshop host? You can contact me at meredithsigget at gmail.com for more information. I am currently booking speaking engagements for 2022. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. I am Myrta Siget, your host at this podcast. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure what you're going to be hearing today. Because today is a little bit of a squiggly wiggly day with my co-pilot here. I don't know what else to call him. Uh, I guess my partner in crime. But I have Michael back on the mic with me talking. How you doing, Michael? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, so you look nervous. I well, sometimes I am because I'm not sure what's going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> I will do my best to keep this PG. <laughs> you have to keep it PG. I'm a clean podcast. Okay, you should have warned me about that. This is your third time on the podcast. No, I'm sorry. This is your fourth time on the podcast. <laughs> As you were holding up five fingers. Okay. So this is your fourth time on the podcast. I think by now you should know that this is a clean podcast. Additionally, don't you listen to every episode that I put out there? I actually do listen, yes. Well, there you go. Then, you, Oh, well, I guess there's been a few of those episodes that have slipped through with a word or two. Yeah, I think overall you've done well. All right. Thank you. Can you believe this is episode 60? I was, a, even though I've listened, I was a little surprised when you said that, but congratulations to you. Thank you. Good job. I know. Did you ever think that this podcast would go this long? I wasn't sure what to think when you started this podcast, so I, I didn't really give it a lot of thought. Uh, I just thought we'd see where it went, so I, I think it's a testament that it's going well. I think it's crazy. I started this podcast because of my journey and a need that I had, and I was just following my journey. I didn't expect the journey to really go on for a long time, but what I've realized in this is my journey keeps changing and evolving. Just like I say we are an ever-changing and evolving being, why didn't I think that my journey of finding myself wouldn't go on? I don't know, kind of crazy. No, I understand what you're saying. It's kind of that uh, it's the destination, not the it's the journey, not the destination. Yeah, you know what they say. So this is kind of like your podcast. Yes, I agree with that. It is the journey. It is the experience, and I definitely use my experiences to come up with podcast episodes, my talking with different people. So there's always something to talk about. That is true. So what are we talking about tonight? Well, before we get into that, okay, I want you to kind of give people an update on what you've been up to because I'm going to be very honest with my listeners. You've been cheating on us. I'm not sure what you're referring to. What do you mean you don't know what I'm referring to? Cheating? That could go many different ways. I mean, what are you insinuating? You've been on the mic with a different partner. That is true. I have done some uh, uh, episodes of a particular podcast. Uh, I just finished up my fourth. 
yeah. uh, with them. So, yes, I it's a wrestling podcast. Yes, I do still watch professional wrestling. I've been watching it, not not straightforward, but uh, on and off since I was probably about four years old. So uh, there's a particular podcast I listen to, and I banter with them back and forth on Twitter. And actually, you had one of the co-hosts as uh, a guest of yours, Jim Valley. Uh, I'll give them a plug. It is the Wayback Playback podcast with uh, Pat McNeil and Jim Valley. And Jim has been busy the last couple of weeks, so Pat asked me to fill in. So I did uh, three episodes in a row. Actually, this will be. Actually, I did five now. Okay. This is five now, uh, counting the one I just did uh, the other day. So uh, I've enjoyed it. They listen to. Uh, they watch back old wrestling pay per views and shows, and we kind of do our own commentary track on them. So uh, I've enjoyed it. Well, I definitely want to give some time to them because they've been a supporter of my podcast. We know that Jim Valley was here on the podcast, gave us some great information how he has bounced back. We've followed him with his medical journey. So glad to report that he is doing well. He's getting stronger. He's living life. I gotta, I'm impressed. I gotta say, he just isn't letting all of the complications that he experiences get him down. Now, I, you know, I'm a realist, so I know it, every day isn't easy for him by any means, uh, but he's not letting that stop him living his life, spending time with his wife, and really getting back up to speed. Now, it's been impressive. I, I've, I've sometimes thought, could I do what he has done? Um, and it, it's hard to imagine because uh, we only know what we know and there's obviously things he you know it's private you're not going to share with everybody but he has shared a lot yeah um so you know i mean good for him and i'm very happy that he's doing better and i hope he continues to do so yeah just sending well wishes out there to jim and his wife we're always thinking about you thank you for sharing thank you for being a part of this podcasting industry uh, you are a beacon of light so thank you so, Michael, I asked you on for tonight's episode because you are the polar opposite of me on this topic that we're talking about. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Fire away. Okay. So tonight, I came up with this idea because I've been through this exercise of someone asking some of those kind of crazy questions and you know those crazy questions that people kind of come up with to see who you are, how you tick, and where you go. What's the craziest question that you've ever been asked about you? About me? Yes. Oh, wow. I mean, I'd have to really think about that. I mean, as we're going through, I guess we'll, I guess we'll get through it. But, you know, obviously when I think about questions... I think about interviews when you're going through interviews for jobs and, you know, I'm in the legal profession. So I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. You don't remember some of the crazy questions I asked you while we were dating? Oh, so we're, we're just going personal stuff now? No, well, usually it's personal that is more of the crazy questions. Well, why don't you give me an example and I'll tell you what my thought was when you said it. Oh, perfect. Okay. If you were a kitchen utensil, what would you be and why? Man, I don't even remember what I answered. Do you remember what I said? <laughs> I don't. How many years a ago? Spatula, was it? so I could hit you with it for asking me that question. No, 
<laughs> Whoa, we're getting a little no. saucy here. No, uh, I'll be honest. I don't remember you asking me that. Okay. So that's kind of the, the questions that I'm talking about. Those questions that make you think a little bit about yourself, apply a concept, and really go outside of the box with it. I was asked in an interview once if I could be any kind of animal, what animal would I be? So you you saying the spatula thing reminded me of that. I mean, I've been asked some logic questions. I remember one time in an interview I was asked, uh, why, are, why are manhole covers oval and not round? You're joking. I'm not joking. I was asked that in an interview. I want to say when I was summer interning, when I was going through summer internships back in law school, I remember being asked that question. All right. So my mouth is kind of open right now going, excuse me? Like, how do you answer a question like that in an interview? I don't even remember what I answered, but I'm sure it was not the right answer because I looked it up afterwards. Um, But do you think they were looking for the right answer or they were just looking for your thought process? I think it was more the latter. Yeah. Um, I don't really, I can't imagine most attorneys care if you know that answer, unless maybe you're in construction law or something. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think it was more to see, to ask me an off the wall question to see how I reacted, if I kind of freaked out. Um, if, if I looked like I was panicking or if I could give some kind of semi-coherent answer. Yeah. All right. So here's one that you hear a lot. If you were going to invite three people, either living or dead, to a dinner party, who would those three people be? Well, I've been asked that before. It changes. I usually say George Washington is one of them. Okay. I'm a big presidential buff and... To have the uh, first president and the things uh, before that, I I, I would find interesting to talk to him. Um, Usually, I throw in a wrestler, uh, (laughs) and the wrestlers change. It it varies, so I won't bore you with all of those. And then I have said in the past, Jimmy Buffett. Okay. Because I really like his music and just, you know, I don't know a lot about him. I've read his uh, autobiography. Uh, Pirate looks at 40, I think it was. I think it was 40, not 50. And I just think he's lived a fascinating life. So I'd, I'd love just to, to talk to him. So, I mean, I, I know a lot of, I know I've, a lot of people I've heard, you know, they say like Jesus or, um, I don't know, other historical figures like that. And I don't know, I guess I'm simpler. I, I go with um, things like presidential history and, and political history and then kind of some of my interests uh, growing up. All right. Well, I I mean, I think your, you know, your answers are great. I can, I definitely know you. So those aren't any shocking answers for me. But typically when I ask you those questions, you hate answering them. I do. You hate the outside of the box, really deep thinking kind of questions. You usually just tell me, oh, why do I have to answer this? Correct. Yes. And it's not so much I hate them. It's a lot of times I don't see the point. Um, and it's, all right, so the three people I want to have for dinner, what is that really telling you? Because I uh, tomorrow I'd probably give you three different answers, and I'm not looking to get into a debate with somebody. Why did you pick those three? And, well, did you know George Washington owned slaves, or did you know professional wrestling is fake? And it's just like, uh, leave me alone. 
See, and me on the other side, I think those kind of questions tell so much information. It's information that I wouldn't necessarily find out from you uh, looking at your resume, just, you know, being with you for a couple hours. It would take some time to really get that information out of you as far as people that you would like to sit down and have a conversation with, other than me, of course. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, hold it, on a minute. I recognize you didn't say me at the dinner party. Well, I see you all the time. Oh, okay. You know, all right. So um, I, I think some of it is my background. A lot of attorneys, uh, you know, we're very logical thinkers. Um, we're, we're solution-oriented people. So I think things like that are just esoteric to us or they're out there. And it's just like, I don't have time for that. Um, so it's kind of, what's the point, you know? See, this is, this is where you are the, um, yin to my yang, because I could sit there and debate some of these questions and thought infinitely. Uh, This is the, you know, fun stuff for me. Uh, I just like to get into it. And I know, so the, the point of this podcast today is thinking about, What's your vision for five years from now? What's your vision for one year from now? And you're already rolling your eyes. Yes, I feel like I'm in, I'm in a job interview right now. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, what's your biggest disappointment in your career? Um, things like that. And, and those are tough questions because, again, it's the logical thinker in me where you're looking for the angle. You're looking for the right answer because you don't want to say something that's going to not land you the uh, the job. You know, where do I see myself in five years? The easy, you think the easy answer is I see myself working for you. You know, um, who who you're interviewing no. with, but that's a cheesy answer. And you know, we talked a little bit about this before. I, I have to imagine in, in job interviews that the the interviewers hear a lot of the same answers because you go on YouTube now or you go online and you listen to these uh, experts that kind of tell you how to answer these questions. And they're, I got to imagine these folks are hearing the same answers now, you know, again and again and again. So that those are hard because I, I've said to you before, there's times I don't know what I'm doing next week. And that, and that's true. Like, Oh yeah, I know I'm going to work or something, but you know, five years from now, while it's not that far away in the grand scheme of things, it does feel so far away. But I like I understand your point with an interview, but I ask you that question personally. As my partner in life, as the father to my children, you know, as I don't want to say the head of the household because that doesn't sit well with me, but you still are in the driver's seat at some point with our family. So where are we driving to in five years? And you never want to answer that question. Yeah, because a a lot of it is, you know, you can plan and then something happens. It doesn't have to necessarily be a negative thing, but something happens and it's it's all thrown up in the air. Um, You know, I think when we look back before we moved here, you know, where did we see ourselves in five years? And then lo and behold, we ended up moving and, and... totally changing things. And when you went back to school or, you know, I decide to leave a job and go to another job. I mean, it, it, it changes the direction where you're going down the highway and all of a sudden you get off at the exit. So it, it's hard for me to want to almost feel like I'm putting like a list down of where I see myself because 
uh, I, I don't want to hem myself in. See, and it's funny because the word that comes to mind in talking about that is taking a pivot. I, as, as all of my listeners know, I am a big planner. I do look at what am I trying to accomplish in this next year? What am I trying to accomplish in the next five years? Where am I going so I can be working towards something instead of just floating free? Because floating free to me isn't a comfortable place at all. And I, and I don't necessarily feel I'm floating. I mean, I have overarching goals, but a lot of it is maybe it's more abstract, which maybe sounds um, contradictory to what I said before, being a logical kind of thinker. But I, I have more of the broad macro goals of providing for our family making sure our kids are, you know, successful as they, as they grow up and, and things like that. So, um, it, I don't necessarily feel I need to go from point A to B to C to get there. Which you're kind of making me think, and and this is sharing a little bit about our partnership. You, you do drive the bus on our financial decisions on the big, you know, kind of where we're going, our financial path. Um, I know that you have plans in your head. I got to imagine that you have an end point that you're working towards in some of our financial decisions, or at least I hope so. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm, I, even at our age, I'm thinking of retirement. Maybe not every day, but as we're working and we're putting away money and things like that and wanting to have the house paid off and you know, having any bills paid off or student loans. So uh, I'm thinking of those goals, but I know those are not necessarily short-term goals. Yeah. So one of the reasons why I came up with this topic, and, and it's something that I've been tossing around, is because my coach gave me the activity to put a plan in place for one year out. And that was an activity that took me a bit of time. I had some um, goals in place, um, things that I wanted to do within this year. But, you know, to be really honest with you, some were easy and some were hard. Um, I looked at three areas that I was looking to get ahead in. And those areas were my emotional mastery. We all know that I've been having, you know, difficulty with burnout and some of the things just my mindset and, you know, I don't want to say mental stability because that I think takes a different turn, but just vibing on high. I want to do a little bit more of that. Uh, also looking at moving the podcast further and then again, going with my medical journey, increasing my overall well-being. As you can imagine, the moving the podcast further was a very concrete path that I wanted to take. But the emotional mastery and increasing my overall wellness wasn't easy. I'm going to be honest with you. It very, you know, that kind of, you use the word esoteric. It was like, how do I quantify, how do I break down emotional mastery? And how do I prove that I have successfully completed emotional mastery? Uh, so those two were, were very difficult for me. But I basically took the path of looking at what did I want this time next year? What was it going to look like? You know, so at times I closed my eyes and thought about who am I? Who am I going to be? What do I look like? What do I sound like? 
What are the feelings that come along with that? So I started backwards on this journey. And Michael, maybe this can help you out sometimes. Putting a little bit more down in place with what do I want in a year? And again, there's going to be some topics that are really easy. And there's some topics that are going to be a little bit more difficult. You can be, you can look at your personal life, your professional life, your relationships, health, fitness, and we talked about finance. You know, some of this is going to be very concrete. Others, not so much. Um, but you can find ways to really put a plan in place. So again, I looked at what was a year from now going to look like, sound like, feel like, be like, smell like. And then I started looking at in the quarters. I put the year basically in four parts because we know that we're building up towards that year. So what would I need to look like three months out, four months out? eight months out. So each quarter, what did I do? What do I need to do to build up to that year mark? Again, some of it was very easy. Looking at, you know, moving the podcast further. I was looking at speaking engagements, more opportunities to connect. But the emotional mastery, needing to to look at protecting my energy and how am I going to do that through reflection and meditation sessions and then increasing that overall wellness, really looking at my self-care routine. So it really boils down to how are we going to keep honing in? And this is something that my coach has talked about, is taking it down level by level by level. If I want to be happy, what is going to contribute to me being happy? Keep going and asking your questions until you have that basic understanding of what you're going to be doing, and there's no question about it. I do have something that I, a tool that I think is really helpful. There are tons of tools out there to put goals in place, short term, long term, all kinds of good stuff. I've talked about before a goal planner that I actually get from Michael's Craft Store. It's in their recollections collection. It has helped me out. I've had probably three different versions of this goal planner, and it really hones me into every month what I'm doing to meet my ultimate goals for the year. There are year activities to really look at. They take you through each month what you need to do to reach your goal and then to do some of that reflection on how you're doing. Because as Michael's saying, something may throw you off and I'm not going to deny that is possible. But that's when we can pivot. We don't necessarily need to change our goal. We might need to change how we're going about reaching our goal or reaching that vision that we want. So the vision might be something different. We've talked about moving. So maybe the vision is to get a new job, um, it being happy in a different area. So some of this, the tasks or action steps might be slightly different, but the goal or vision is still going to be there. As you see, you know, my visions and goals were emotional mastery. Unlo- I can do that even if I 
you know, hit bottom of the barrel again with burnout, I'm still able to work on that emotional mastery. It might look different. My baselines might be different, um, but I will be able to do that. You know, increase my overall wellness. Again, if I go into burnout, if I have some medical issues that get worse, I still can have that vision of my wellness being better and work towards that. Um, Really with the podcast, moving it further, unless this podcast goes under, I still can be doing all those different steps to, to move the podcast further. Now that may be for our one year vision, but the, the five year vision isn't much different. So we would start looking at what do I want at the end of that five years? What do I want five years to look like? And then I'm just going to work backwards. I'm going to chunk it year by year. What do I need to do? And then I'm going to define what that year looks like. So you'll go into the years, the quarters, the months, and even down to the weeks on some of those action steps. You might even have action steps that you need to look at on a daily basis. What am I going to do on a daily basis to reach the vision that I have for myself? And there's going to be some changes in there. You're going to work up to what your end vision is. So don't start out gangbusters that I'm going to meditate an hour each day. That's a great vision for yourself, but that's pretty lofty. You do need to build up some stamina in that area and you need to be realistic with yourself. You can allow for some of that adjustment, which Michael talked about, needing to adjust to recognize what's going on in your life at that time, to recognize your feelings or how you might be changing or evolving as a person. So I just want to bring this up because a lot of people have some difficulty with doing this activity. It's not an easy activity depending on what you pick, and it's not an an easy activity based on your personality. We know that Michael is very logical, So thinking ahead and planning, I think the concrete planning you definitely can do. It's when we get into some of that gray area. Would you agree? I would, yes. You know, relationships. That was one thing. Because it took Michael a bit of time to ask me to marry him. And I needed to make sure, like, are we on that path or not? And... There was times where he was like, yeah, we're on that path. And I was like, okay, when's it going to happen? He's like, I don't know. Still working through that. You're still working. (laughs) Well, I think, to be honest with you, that ship has sailed. Uh, We have just celebrated our 15-year wedding anniversary. And uh, we were together for five and a half years before we got married. So I think at this point, you're pretty stuck with me. I guess, yes. Yeah. Yes, we're just going to put that question to bed. You are stuck with me, okay? Fair enough. All right. I appreciate you coming on today. I thought of you when I brought this topic up because we've had these conversations and I know that we see different sides of this issue of what the future vision is. And I know people struggle with this at times. They might want to do it, uh, but it's a, a bit of a struggle. I do encourage you that if you are working on your plan, a one-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, I do encourage you to reach out to a coach 
or someone who has gone through this process. It's really great to have someone that you can talk to about about it that will really ask you those questions to get to the bottom of what you truly want to accomplish. They will keep honing in until all of it is kind of ironed out per se. It's also a great opportunity that if something, if a wrinkle comes into your plan to talk to someone about, okay, I've got to retool some things because something has gotten in the way. I need to overcome this obstacle or I need to pivot in order to make this happen. So it's really great to have someone to bounce ideas off of. Well, Michael, thank you so much for jumping on the mic with me and allowing me to kind of talk about the differences that we have to really bring out this topic. No, it's been fun. Anytime. My pleasure. All right. So I am going to sign off for tonight. Thank you everyone for listening and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time. We're going to try this again. So, how you doing? What? <laughs> you had hair on your shirt. Yeah, and? So, I was helping you. <laughs> well, thank you. Cause... I didn't want your uh, listeners to see all that hair. Okay. I know. Yes. Because they're going to see all that hair. Yes, it's the Patreon feed. I didn't even, like, take a picture of us because my hair is not done. It, you know, to kind of uh, signify that we're back on the mic together. Yes. Well... <laughs>